Run the Damn Ball podcast is back, baby. We are here to break down everything that happened this past weekend in the NFL draft where we thought teams hit, what teams missed, who reached on picks, and who got some late round steals. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think a lot of teams had great drafts. Uh, I think pretty solid, a lot of good quality players. Um, How about the Pitt Panthers, baby? Six players. One already got arrested. Represented in the old ACC. Say that. You didn't say he got arrested. He got in prison. <laughs> He's still on the jail. Titans, baby. Fucking Titans. Listen, do whatever they want. It was a good draft. A lot of depth. I'm happy the Pitt Panthers got drafted. A lot of good players. Team, I feel like a lot of teams got better. And a lot of teams right on that um, playoff cusp, Super Bowl cusp of uh, definitely turned up and definitely filled some needs. And Look out, man. I can't wait. It sucks that we got like a little break now until football, but hey, these teams are ready to go. Let's go. Some teams are so fucking stupid, aren't they? Let's go. Let's take off, huh? All right, here we go. Our Matt, our favorite teams this weekend that had the best draft. The best draft. When we talked off air. We're going to run through two right now. We both agree with the Cleveland Browns, Matt. Great draft. They're building something, huh? Yeah, I think they did a great job. Uh, hurts to say it a little bit as a Steeler fan, but, I mean, can't be blind to this. I mean, they're, they're building the team the correct way. Obviously, Baker on his cheap contract rookie deal. Listen, at first I was a little bit mm, Greg Newsom, but listen, if you look at their depth, Greedy Williams, yes, he's good but he's good when he's playing. He hasn't played since 2019. He was injured. Um, then you had the old COVID. So Greg Newsom provides great depth in the corner spot. Yeah, I like him a lot. And then how about your guy who you love that they got in the second one? Yeah, Owusu Koromo from Notre Dame. Everything came out that he had some heart concerns, which is scary, but doctors cleared him. But they said that uh, he should be good to go. So that's a steal in the second round. Anthony Schwartz, the receiver out of Auburn, the fastest player in the draft. James Hudson in the wait, in the fourth round could be development, developmental starter and left tackle for them. And Demetric Felton in the sixth. I mean, Browns hit on – they don't have many needs, but they got some depth in key spots. Yeah, I think it was good to add another receiver. Obviously, Odell, Landry, you just never know. They got uh, Peoples, the rookie, Hodges, um, Higgins. I mean, they got some guys, like some of them death, but this guy, totally different, right? Can take the ball right off. He runs. He can run. So I think they like that play action. I think that's a perfect fit. Um, And then, yeah, you said they added some depth to the O-line. Can't can't complain about that. But then how about Richard LeConte for safety from Georgia? Slid to the fifth, ran a slow 40, was a little banged up, a little injured. Yeah, if he turns out to be good, they're fucking – If he turns up, it's great because Dalpit – anyway back Same there. thing as Greedy. Dalpit, a little injured, sat out, hasn't produced, so you put him behind there. And then you said, yeah, fell another just weapon on reversals, punt return, kick returns, whatever you like. I think they did a great job. But they are the Browns, so we'll see. I mean – Boom! I, I kind of like them to win the division, but who fucking knows. All right, Matt, Dolphins, AFC East is loaded up this draft, I think. Waddle in the first, Phillips in the first, Holland in the second, and Eichenberg in the second as well. Dolphins loading up again. Yeah, I think the Dolphins did a great job. Obviously, I thought maybe go Devontae Parker first round. Hey, they went with Waddle, former teammate. Can't go wrong with either. We've talked about him. 
you like Waddle, I like Smith, but they're both great players. So great there. And then we said maybe they go a line. We said probably Phillips if it wasn't a line. Phillips falls. Boom. Yes, he's got some concerns, but guess what? They're they're grabbing depth at this point. Probably not going to play every down. Going to be a great third down pass rush. And then your boy Holland just adding safety depth. Sat out. Probably would have been a first rounder, but the guy's an absolute stud. Your boy Eichenberg adding to that depth in the second round. Yeah, they got pick. three of my fucking favorite players in the draft in Waddle, Holland, and Eichenberg. Exactly. And With then how about Hunter Long, who we talked about? Yeah. Safety yeah. blanket, baby. Yeah. Great. Him and Gusecki, two tight ends set. I mean, that's that's deadly. Yeah. Dolphins kicked out of park line for building a monster down there, but I don't trust Tua, so I don't think it really matters at this point. Matt, give me another one of your favorite teams. Who knocked it out of the park? Listen, I think the Chiefs knocked this out of the park, and they got this party started before the draft even started, right? I mean, Orlando, yeah, Orlando Brown, Brown. I mean, count rounder. that as your first round. I mean, that is insane first round. But they only have him for one year. Like, they, no, there's no fucking fine. way they resign. Listen, Listen, I'm sick and tired of Chiefs. Just they have, There's no salary cap to those fags. Either with Tampa, they figured it Tampa out. Tampa figured it out, but these guys are just Chiefs are figuring out. Paying Patty Mahomes zillion dollars, but there's still money. They're all in. Salary cap's fake. They're all in. Salary cap's fake. Fake. So listen, you got one of the best offensive linemen in football. Then you need linebackers. Hutchinson's getting a little older. Add some depth there. You go out and get Nick Bolden, Creed Humphrey. Listen, Tooney can slide center, slide guard. Probably add some depth. Creed Humphrey, great depth there. Joshua Canloff, DN, add some pass rush. Then you bring Cornell Powell in the fifth round. Got some, my guy. Got some That's good thickness guy. to him. We'll talk about him later in our fantasy. Dude, he's like Sammy Watkins. He's like Sammy Watkins. But it's literally. Short, he, dude, he's short-handed, I think. I think I maybe he's going to be a little uh, better. I tweeted Brad Kelly, who works for the Pro Football Network. We go back and forth, and I said, hey, I'm just enjoying some seltzers on the back porch. Sitting here, I turn over, look at the fucking draft, and it says, Kansas City Chiefs draft Cornell Powell. Like, how did the NFL let that shit happen? He's a, he's he's a stud. Automatic plug-in uh, for Watson. And then how about in the sixth round? Trey Smith. Watson. Pat Mahomes, a rapist too, like Deshaun Watson? No, I said for Sammy Watkins. Oh, my I said bad. it quick. My bad. But in the sixth round, Trey Smith, O-line Tennessee, five-star recruit, a little bit of injuries. But, hey, if this guy pans out, right. he could easily make the team and add some great depth. Right. Fucking Chiefs. And all of a sudden, the O-line is one of their strengths. Yeah, now they're now they're good up front. All right, you know who I'm picking? I got two. I loved what the uh, Jets did. I love what the Broncos did. But I'm going to be a little homer here. I'm going to go Patriots here. Mac Jones in the first round, obviously, fell to him, fell in their lap. Perfect. He can sit behind Cam, or he might be ready to go. We don't know. But trading up for Christian Barrymore, the front seven is going to be nasty. Interior pass rusher, and he can stack it up front. The Ronnie Perkins and Ramondre Stevenson picks are the two I love. Edge pressure in from Ronnie Perkins, and he can set the edge. And Ramondre Stevenson match like Legarrette Bunt 2.0. Yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots hit home runs. Mac Jones, Barrymore, Perkins. Like you said, I mean, they just added, right? They don't have a whole lot of holes. We said quarterback, go get one. It's still not a hole. Excellent fit. I mean, we've said all season long, Mac Jones, we predicted him to the Pats at one point. I thought he would go higher in this draft at the end here. Um, but that's a still guy with confidence, fits the system. And then you just add to that defense. Add to the young guys. Yeah, I mean, the, front seven, the front seven was the problem last year. Now it's probably 
the strength. They did the what the Chiefs did uh, to their D line. I mean, yeah, they got two guys here, then they added four in the in free agency. I mean, Bill had all that money to spend, and moving up to get Barmore makes it seem like they fucking loved him so much. Dude, this is another team in that AFC, that division. Wow. It's fucking like the Jets, Zach Wilson, Elijah Vera Tucker, yeah. Elijah Moore, Michael Carter. I mean, I like what the what the Broncos did. Sertain, Javante Williams, Quinn Marins, Baron Browning, and Jamar Johnson. I mean, that's that's a are they gonna get Aaron if they get Aaron Rodgers? I fucking listen, you know, I'm so gullible on Twitter. It's mind boggling. I saw all this fucking smoke, all this smoke, Aaron Rodgers going to the Broncos. <laughs> I go on fucking DraftKings and hammer Broncos over seven and a half wins this season. I mean, who knows if it could be their quarterbacks are going to be fucking Drew Locker, uh, Big Dick Teddy. So who fucking knows? Yeah, I don't think he gets seven wins. I mean, 17 games. That means. Yeah, eight, eight wins. Yeah, eight wins. They go eight and nine. Yeah. I, so I can't, I'm so sick of their 17. I can't keep I know, adding I this shit. Stats are all thrown off. They're all the fucked up now. Like, like every team's going to go 11 and. Like 4,000 yards. 10, doesn't teams mean are going to go Kevin and seven. Can't talk ten and seven now. Yeah, eleven and six. Yeah, I mean ten and seven. Would you consider that good? No, I would. Jeff Fisher will never go eight and eight again, ever, ever, never. Well, he'll never get to see that again. (laughs) He'll never go eight and eight again, ever. All right, Matt. Here we go. Let me know. What do you think here? Favorite picks in this draft. Go with your number one guy. Your most favorite pick from this draft could be any round. My favorite pick is uh, receiver Terrace Marshall, second round of the Carolina Panthers. I think absolutely great pick. You add him with Moore and Robbie Anderson. Finally, Donald, Sam Donald's got some weapons. This guy can fly. This guy's going to be like Justin Jefferson. He's a big body. Um, I think he fits perfect, and uh, I can't wait to see this. I think he's actually going to be up for rookie of the year, top five candidate. Uh, I think he's going to be a guy that goes pushes for a thousand receiving yards this year. Mm, I like that. Terrence Moore, I like that. That's yeah, solid down there. Obviously, Sam Donald could throw it out. My favorite pick, first round, my favorite pick, Jamin Davis to the Washington football team. Listen, they have all that talent up front on the on D line. Allen, they have uh, Payne and Chase Young, Ionitis, all those guys. Listen, Jamin Davis can run around sideline to sideline, gonna be clean, making plays. He's my – right now I think he's going to be my pick to win defensive rookie of the year. Such a good fit because he can run sideline to sideline and just fill the holes from those D-line. Listen, I love what the Bears did, and I'm not talking QB. I'm talking Tevon Jenkins, baby. Left tackle. Got him in the second round. Are you kidding 39th me? 39th overall, baby. I mean – That makes that Bears draft pretty Obviously good. with Fields and Jenkins is a stud. I mean a mauler. Absolutely mauler. That's my second guy. Love him. Picking up by the Bears. Yeah, it's a solid pick. I mean, we, we had a mock in the first, so uh, a lot of people did. I love, like I said, Jamin Davis. I'm, I love J.C. Horn to Carolina. Piggyback off what you said about Carolina. Great draft. I love J.C. Horn. He's going to have to be the guy in that division to cover Godwin, Evans, Michael Thomas, Julio, and those guys. Won't back down from a challenge. He's my defensive, my best defensive player in the class, and J.C. Horn went ninth overall to Carolina. Matt Rule, baby, loading up on defense. Yeah, they're getting athletic. They're getting scary. Uh, my uh, other pick, third pick here, one of my favorite players in the draft, I think perfect fit, is uh, Aziz Ujolari. Uja Can you talk right there? Get your dick out of your mouth. <laughs> Georgia. 
pick to the Giants. Yeah, baby. I think second, round, second round, great pick, great quality. I thought he would go first round. Um, said he's a little small. Uh, but guess what? Probably starting, and then you pair him up right by Lorenzo Carter. All of a sudden, I think the Giants had a pretty solid draft, added some depth, added some good position, skill position. You add Aziz Ujulari. There we go. To this defense, oh look out, baby. Coming off the edge, making defense in the offense. boy, buddy. I oh, I like I like Dylan Radness to the Tennessee Titans, baby. The uh, second round pick, fifty third overall to the Titans. Pair him there with Taylor Lewan at the tackle spots. I think he's a per- perfect fit for what the Titans want to do. Get downhill, running right at you with Derrick Henry. Radness will be a day one starter, and Titans fans are going to love what he brings to the table. Yeah, baby. I'm going combo here. Just I'm put lumping these guys together. I'm going Patrick Jones, Jalen Tymon, Minnesota Vikings. I think listen. Where'd they go to score at? They both want the pit. They said <laughs> Pitt had a great defensive line. We're weak on defensive line, so let's add them both. I think they got these guys super late in the draft. I mean, Tymon, six round, are you kidding me? He could be starting. He's great rotation great rotational piece. I can't speak. And Patrick Jones could be starting day one. The end where they lost, they lost some pieces. He's going to be battling. I know they drafted another guy to play pass rush, but hey, I think this is a great combo. Add these two guys, pit players. They're definitely going to be rotational pieces to start the rookie year. They will be starting later in their career. All right, I'll lump two guys together as well. I'm going to go two interior offensive linemen. From the AFC North, Kendrick Green to the Pittsburgh Steelers out of Illinois. Yeah, baby. Listen, guys, first he's going to play guard or center, most likely center. Nasty loves to get into you. He'll be a Steeler fans will love him. Typical Steeler offensive lineman, interior lineman. <coughs> Next, same division down to Baltimore, Ben Cleveland, third round, 94th overall. Huge dude. He is nasty. Perfect for that offense when they want to run the ball. Downhill with Lamar, Gus Edwards, and J.K. Dobbins. I think that's one of my favorite picks in the entire draft, Ben Cleveland, to the Baltimore Ravens, baby. Yeah, a couple a couple hog mollies showing up the O-line there for the Steelers and Ravens. My last guy, I think I think we both agree on this. I think the Falcons had a huge need at safety. I think Richie Grant at safety. Loved him. Loved him uh, so much. This is a guy that could be a pro bowler, stud, start day one guy. Uh, come in, run support. I think he's going to help this team tremendously right off the bat. I saw the craziest stat. The last three defensive backs of Atlanta Falcons drafted in the first two rounds have the rare rookie year. They've all had season-ending injuries. How crazy is that? Hopefully Grant can stay healthy here. I'm going to go two more guys actually wrap it up. Cornell Powell, we talked about him in our last segment. Such a good pick for the Chiefs. I don't understand how teams let him fall this far. Gonna be, he's going to be a big fantasy guy. Uh, steps right in for Sammy Watkins. In the sixth round, the Seattle Seahawks took Stone Forsyth. Listen, right tackle for the Florida Gators last year. Had some medical concerns with his left knee, but I've looked at this. We've read about it. Teams had him. Some teams had him in the third round, but didn't his talent-wise, but didn't like his medical checked out. Obviously, the Seahawks do. I think he'll be able to step in, maybe not right away, but eventually fill a need for the Seahawks at that left and or right tackle spot. Maybe slide him inside because his arms are short. I like that. I'm throwing one guy in there just because I can't leave him off the list, and that's D-tackle to Daryl Slayton. Went to the Green Bay Packers. Defensive tackle from Florida. Huge dude. Was like 350, trimmed down to 320. 
is an absolute plug in the middle. I think that's what the Packers need as their run defense got is known for getting gashed. I think he helps out. I think he's a great rotational piece, helps his Packers team with or without pair numbers. Yeah, and Amari Rogers too. They got him in the uh, third round slot guy, similar to Randall Cobb. But who knows? Aaron Rodgers isn't happy, and uh, they're fucked if he's not happy. Fuck. All right, here we go. little fantasy football impact from this past week's draft math. Listen, all the quarterbacks, obviously, that went in the top round are going to be late-round guys that just maybe a backup, back your backup to your starter in a bye week fill-in, and maybe like a Justin Herbert, someone pops off like Lawrence Fields. or But, guys, those guys aren't going to be the, your top 12 quarterbacks drafted in, in your leagues. We have a 14-team league where maybe one of those, but – uh we're going to start here. Fantasy football impact, guys. I'll start here. I love Jamar Chase. I agree. Him and Burrow obviously have the connection, what they did at LSU. Everyone's going to say three wide receivers can't work. I mean, it worked last year in Carolina with Samuel Anderson and DJ Moore. Now, like Tyler Boyd's going to be more moving the chains guy, more catches. I think Higgins and Chase will be down the field guys, touchdown scores. I think all three can work in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, that's my number one as well. I think he's going to be big time. Joe got his guy. Tyler Boyd's kind of possession receiver. We saw Higgins kind of splash. Jamar Chase just brings it who's all. Our tight, is, who's our, is Drew Sample still our tight end? Drew Sample Love and um, what's his name? Torres got hurt. That who's, a, who's a Moa? Oh, she's a who's a Moa. No tight end. I love that. A guy I think obviously we've got to go to is Unicorn Kyle Pitts, second for, for me. Um, I think Hurst was a bit of a letdown. I think, I mean, getting – Pitts with the TE position on him is going to be great. I think, obviously, maybe pair him up with someone else uh, when he and your two tights for the season. Yeah, but, for sure. Like, yeah, you, yeah. He's really I mean, I think he could catch 50 balls and a couple touchdowns. Red zone. Holy, him and Julio. Yeah. Well, Julio don't do shit in the red zone, but Pitts in the red zone. I mean, you know how tough tight ends are face. to draft and be consistent with tight ends. So, I think Kyle Pitts is is definitely worth a, a good, Yeah, solid I did work. a uh, – my dynasty league, we did our rookie mock like two weeks ago. And in Pitts, the 10th round. Pitts went sixth. Ooh. Sixth round, like the last pick in the sixth round. I'd say eight to ten, but yeah. Depends on what you're looking for. Depends on what you're looking for. I'm going to go ooh, a little Rashad Bateman here to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Listen, Lamar always has been always like a bigger receiver. I need a big receiver across the middle type of guy. The walker drop back, dump it to him for across the middle for five. I think Bateman's going to be that guy. Strong hands, big across the middle. I think Bateman in line, maybe catch 50 balls, six, seven touchdowns this year, Matt. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to have to hum it a little more, but I can see that being his main guy here. Um, Marquise Brown blows. Yeah, I, he's a home run. I mean, this is going to help him, uh, bring in Bateman. But uh, I'm going to stick with the receiver. A similar guy we've compared back and forth. You've liked Bateman better. I'm going to stay with him. I've already mentioned the segment. Terrace Marshall, um, third fantasy guy. I, where you said six, I would look at him in the seventh, eighth round. Uh, maybe slide ninth, tenth, need some receiver depth. He could easily be a third receiver on a team um, and only get better as the season progresses. I think this is going to be Sam Darnold, one of his number one guys, and I think he can easily go for 1,000 receiving yards. I like that for sure. Yeah, I mean, and touchdowns. I think he gets eight touchdowns. 
Yeah, Darnold's going to be slinging the ball around. I mean, they have a lot of weapons on McCaffrey, Moore, I mean, Anderson, hey, Marshall. This guy, you know, I like him. This guy has played with Jamar Chase and True. Justin Jefferson, and he has scored True. 14 and then 15 touchdowns, 29 in two years. That's got to translate to something. For sure, for sure. Matt, you like any running backs here? Any running backs on your list? Listen, I think um, obviously the the straightforward one is Najee Harris because he's going to step into a starting role. Uh, do I think he's going to go crazy? I don't. I mean, I think he's going to do what James Conner did. I think eight hundred. I think he'll score a few more touchdowns, eight hundred yards, maybe ten touchdowns. I just think the Steelers are going to stick with their same short game pass right uh, pass game. Get it out to Claypool Juju. I think they will run it. Maybe try to run it a little bit more. Maybe the line's grown up a little bit with Dotson and, and Chuke out there. Um, have gotten a little bit better, but it's going to be a similar Steeler team, similar O-line. But um, out of the running backs, I think he can get you eight, 800 yards, 10 touchdowns. Yeah, I like Javante Williams out in Denver. The only person in front of him is Melvin Gordon. He's always banged up, always seems to miss a few games. I think Williams can have some fantasy value there. And Michael Carter with the Jets, someone's got to be the guy, right? Someone has to. Someone, I mean, they got Piron, um, they brought in Tevin Coleman, and, and Michael Carter's pretty much like Tevin Coleman. So he's a younger. I think yeah, if he, can, type of guy if he can pick it up, he'll pass Tevin Coleman right on the on the roster just because he's young and Coleman's. The other one, one is Trey Sermon out to the 49ers. Listen, they signed, they have Mostert, they have, they signed Jeff Wilson back, but Sermon's like Kyle Shanahan, downhill, one cut type of guy. I mean, do you think about him? Like, if you take Moster in the six, you got to come back in the tenth, eleventh, and think of Sermon. Yeah, I mean, you even get Sermon late, but I think yeah, if, if you're going to take Moster, if you're weak in running back, I think at some point Sermon probably becomes a second running back where he's getting ten to twelve. Dude, and Shanahan fucking does it every. Moster gets know hurt. going to be the who? The, like they think the Patriots backfield, but the fucking Forty Nineers is a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. Uh, I mean, if he goes a free agent, he won't be a free agent long um, based off the injuries. I got one guy here. I mean, a lot of people knocking him because of his size. I honestly think Devontae Smith, it's a production guy. He's never struggled. He's always produced constant high receptions per game, per attempt, touchdowns. I think it continues to happen. I think he passes Jalen Rieger, Travis Fulgram. I mean, the three of them together are pretty good. Um no, I'm not really pushing them. They drafted a few guys a couple years back, um, Quintez, and uh, they have Ward, J.J. or Seagull. I don't think he makes a team. So I think Devontae Smith is going to have a lot of opportunities, I think, to play with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I think this guy is going to zone in. He's going to love him. And he's. I, th- I honestly think that this guy could go for 1,000 yards. Yeah, I like him for sure. I have Elijah Moore, too, just because I like him. He can take the top off the defense. Zach Wilson worries me a little bit. Um, I'm going to wear out Cornell Powell's name in this sec- in this episode, but same thing. We talked about him earlier. And Amari Rodgers, Matt, out in Green Bay. Yeah, Amari Rodgers is, is a guy that I have here, sleeper pick. He reminds me of when I took um, – when I got Brandon Cook's rookie year. Um, I actually traded. You had him. I traded for him when his value was low. This is, this is a guy where I'm a big rookie guy coming on late. Get him before the value pops. Talked about DeAndre Swift. Talked about a bunch of guys last year. I think Amari Rodgers is one of those guys, if Aaron Rodgers is there, that maybe the first few games can't find his way. Maybe if you have room, draft and pick him on free agency. This is a guy that's going to emerge on the scene by week six 
that is going to be a guy you can use for the next 10 weeks. Another guy I actually like is Dimey Brown. I think this guy. I like him a lot. Curtis Samuel, yeah, good in the slot. Now we got McLaren. McLaurin, this is like another McLaurin-esque player. I think with Fitzpatrick, we know this guy can sling it around. He can get into games where he's looking to sling it around, you know, 30 times. So I think the receivers are going to get plenty of uh, plenty of go there. And then my last guy would be Kadarius Toney. I think just a human joystick. I think the Giants, um, maybe John Ross doesn't make the team. But I think you're going to have Galladay and Tony are going to be your beating playmakers. They finally have playmakers. Uh, Shepard and Slayton, not big playmakers. I think they're average receivers. I think you finally have two guys that are going to separate themselves in Tony and Galladay. And I think Tony's going to get many chances um, at different different positions. I can't disagree. I love Kadarius Tony going for. I think ball in his hands, touchdown, baby. You got anyone else? I'm good. I mean, uh, I think we covered them all, really. I, the running go. backs like Javante Williams and Michael Carter are going to be more handcuffed type of guys, but uh, I think we covered it all. Let's go. Big fantasy year. Here we go. All right, that's going to wrap it up for Run the Damn Ball podcast. That's actually going to wrap it up until middle of July, Matt. We come back and break down uh, – college football, fantasy football, and the NFL. Yeah, I mean, this is wrapping up season one, I guess. Listen, it was a good stretch, good run. We went like nine months in a row just putting it out. Heat. Like 34 episodes. Straight heat, straight magic. Um, covered it all. Give us a little breather. We'll, we're going to have a YouTube channel when we come back in July. We're going to come back souped up, so we're ready to go in July bringing heat, and you know we go hard with predictions. Absolutely. We're going to have fantasy football, college, gambling we're gonna do a bunch of future bets where we think you can get some fucking money at but that is gonna wrap it the fuck up man anything for our listeners let them go for the summer thanks for riding with us all season long sit listen have some beers this summer sit by the pool have some fun everyone's gonna get out there people getting vaccinated people taking a mask off let it rip this summer. Have some fucking fun and uh, slinging that. Listen, listen. There's no rules Sling this summer. It. No rules. None. Not one fucking rule. <laughs>